Easy G's will be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, where we bring you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we are here to talk about TV commercials. Good ones and bad ones, and ones where people say weird shit like this. Pretty boy, I'm a pretty man! My name is Andrew Walsh, and I'm here with Genevieve Has. Hello, Veeves. Hi, Andrew. I have a quiz for you. I know. I know what happens if I am not available to produce the show, which is that I'm going to be getting a quiz later that day. That's right. You threw several show ideas at me today, and I kept saying, yeah, maybe. And then I came <laughs> into my laboratory over here, and I cooked up a quiz. Now, this quiz seems, my one concern is that it's a little bit obvious, especially this time of year, and I don't know if this is something that a lot of other podcasts do or not, uh, but it is a quiz called Soapson. And uh, I am going to describe for you in one sentence the plot of a commercial. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have to tell me if it's for soup or for soap. <laughs> okay. It's called Soaps On. Right. Yeah. Is the name of the quiz today. I guess we can join the chorus of other shows I know, that do that exact it's quiz. It's a bit derivative. So but derivative. I, I like to think that we're putting our own little twist on it, right. though. Our own little um, soapy twist. Our own it. little soapy twist. So Soaps On is the name of that quiz. I'm excited to give it to you. Uh, also, we have a jingle from uh, somebody I'm going to describe as an after these messages celebrity of sorts. Okay. We have a celebrity voicemail. Somebody singing a jingle for oh, you. Oh, I can't wait. Yes, I'm very excited to play that for you. First, though, Veeves, we have to talk about soup and soap. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, that one's for the old heads. I love, I love soap. You know that I watched. You know how I watched soap, right? I told this story. You know, I don't know if I did know that, but I'm not surprised. You were the, you were the only child in the '80s yes. under the age of 12 who watched every episode <laughs> of Soap and Mash. Apparently, I watched all the Mash uh, with my mother's blessing. But the ra the way I watched soap was that I had a TV in my room at a certain point in my adolescence, mm -hmm. and. I think my, pa I mean, this is just an indication that they were just like, they just gave up at a certain point because I was allowed to have the TV not only in my room, in my bedroom, but like right by my bed. So I could have it on and very quiet. Was it like a little mini television? I mean, it was like, a, it wasn't like, the, it wasn't like a, a watchman. I mean, it wasn't it, battery operated. It, it wasn't battery operated, it was plugged in, but it was a small television. And so I could turn it on. Over the air only, I'm assuming. You didn't oh, have cable. Yeah, but this was in the era when you could get a lot of TV over the mm -hmm. air. Um, and so I would turn it on late at night and I watched a lot of weird things that way, including, um, that movie where the beds, where they ride the beds around London, which we've talked Bed about. Bed knobs and broomsticks? No, we've talked about this mm. on the show. It was like this weird mod kind oh, of, kind of oh. rapey story about, uh, like some mods in London oh, ride, okay. they ended up riding a bed around. Anyway, I watched that. Watched everything you ever wanted to know about sex. Oh, wow. That was on over-the-air television in the 80s. Yeah, so. remember, this is very late at night when some mm -hmm. of the rules were relaxed. Mm. And there was like an 11 or 1130 um, nightly broadcast of soap. And it was, you know, oh, being yeah. played in, in order. Um, so I watched like a whole year worth of soap. Interesting. The early days of soap were much better, right? It's sort of like when Billy Crystal started being an old man trapped inside of a young man's body. That's where it sort of lost the. I mean, it lost the it thread always a little bit. was. It was always 
absurd because it was parodying the more absurd uh, plots of soap operas. Mm-hmm. Like, so, you know, somebody gets replaced by an a- like an alien doppelganger. And yeah, so like magical and sort of supernatural things did happen on the show. But um, I always enjoyed it. I thought even in its later years, it was pretty funny. And it launched what famous spinoff? Benson. Benson, weirdly, indeed. Weirdly. You already have a point. <laughs> All right. The first, by the way, this quiz has nothing to do with the soap opera soap <laughs> or the late night TV show soap. Um, these are commercials that I will describe in one sentence. Is the commercial for soap or for soup? Okay. Tried to pull a lot of these as vintage commercials from back in the day, but not all of them are, including this one. This is a current commercial, as you will realize pretty quickly when I tell you that in this commercial, the Kelsey brothers, of course, Jason and Travis, are arm wrestling during their mom's book club. Is that for soup or for soap? Soap or for soup? I'm going to say soup. You're going to say that this commercial is for soup. Would you like to take a look at your monitor? To discover that you are indeed correct, we see the two brothers. Of course, they are both... Oh, your monitor isn't on. I'll let you figure that out. I will describe this for the listeners at home and for you while you work on your monitor situation. (laughs) Um, Of course, I don't think I need to explain who the Kelsey brothers are at at this stage in the game. Not at this stage in the game. Travis Kelsey, tight end for Kansas City Chiefs. Instagram photo today or meme. I guess I saw a meme today uh, where... Taylor Swift is taking a walk with Travis Kelsey, but just the way... These are people dressed up like them? No, no, these are really them. Um, And she's taking a walk with him, and just the the way that the photograph caught them in mid-motion... She, she has she sort of almost looks like she's dragging him by his arm and mm-hmm. his arm is sort of like way out in front of him almost like like a leash or like sure. he's, he's kind of on a leash and someone <laughs> captioned it taylor swift taking her next album out for a walk <laughs> do you know who jason kelsey is i really didn't but i can probably i can do the math you know he plays for the eagles he's his brother they have like the world's most popular podcast right now together oh, okay. they're taking the world by storm <laughs> and um for the year of the kelsey it, i mean it truly truly is and um travis kelsey is in Almost every commercial on television these days. Uh, Together, they're in this chunky soup campaign, along with their mom, who is also, um, you know, basking in some of that celebrity light uh, along with them these days. And so um, I kind of ruined the the surprise at the end of this very brief 15-second commercial. But it begins with us just seeing the Kelsey brothers at a kitchen counter somewhere, uh, and they're clearly mid arm wrestle what is right next to them but a can of chunky soup it's all baby boy hope you had your chunky soup eyebrow man maybe i did pretty boy i'm a pretty man (laughs) sorry ladies with 16 grams and then at the very end just a very quick reveal that we've been kind of on a tight shot of them arm wrestling and as you back up you can see that uh, their mom is holding a book club or at least trying to right yeah. in the same room it's very it's sort of like absurd i mean of course it's absurd and it's like it's never explained why this uh conflict is taking place at the book club but her sorry ladies was great you know who she reminded me of in that hmm. in that one little line but something about her delivery do you remember you know the actor who was in um uh, baskets with Zach Galifianakis. Oh yes, sure. sort of his, mm-hmm. his. She's like his main sidekick, mm-hmm. whipping boy slash co-conspirator. I guess mm-hmm. is how you would describe her. Uh, she takes just heaps of abuse from him without complaint. There's something about that 
actor's performance that reminded me of that their mom character. yeah their mom interesting i mean they and you know it's really their mom i right? didn't know yeah that, it's but... really their mom she's really kind of become she shows up at all the games and she's there with um with uh taylor swift in the luxury oh, box okay. and whatnot and you well, can she see kills it. if you zoom in here you can see that um she is wearing an outfit that is half eagles and <laughs> half chiefs and so she plays a bigger role in some of the other commercials in this campaign I but that's see. well just i like liked her performance quickie. all right so you've gotten one correct so far that is a commercial for soup this next one you tell me what's it a commercial for this is the oh, plot. Wait, where's my bell I, I gave you a bell all right uh nobody well, you really will only respond with a bell huh that's pavlovian nobody will dance with a little girl at her school dance i almost said high school but it's not high school it's a little girl but uh nobody will dance with a little girl at her school dance because she didn't use uh because she's smelly because she didn't use soap is that your answer? <laughs> yeah, I'll say soap. You say this is soap. Let's see what the tape says. Feel free to take a look at your monitor. This is uh, terrible fidelity, by the way. This is an old commercial. Supposedly, did I see somewhere that this is this claims to be a Super Bowl commercial? I find that hard to believe. Take a listen to this. Hold me. We see a bunch of little kids Hold having fun at a school me. dance, but there's one lonely girl who does not get paired up with a boy to dance with. She's sitting alone watching everybody else dance. It's very blurry, but that's not part of the commercial. She comes home at the end of the dance, and she just looks kind of put out and sad. And then her mom gives her a big hug. I think this is a big campaign back in the, I want to say, 90s, potentially uh -huh. late 80s. Actually, based on the way she's dressed, it might be late 80s. And I think they're equating Campbell's soup with a big warm hug. Yeah. And so um, she was essentially rejected at this dance. We'll take a listen again. Life is full of good reasons to give someone a warm hug. A warm hug from Campbell. Oh, good. Now, the way that that young Whoa. What was that noise at the end there? I don't know. It's an elephant. The way that young actor is dressed, um, she's a, t a tall girl. I think it's implied that she's not asked to dance because she's taller than all the boys. Oh, interesting. Because she's very pretty. And I'm not saying that that should matter, but I think right. like in the language of commercials, the, what they're telling us is even though this girl is an absolute knockout like she's so much tall she's hit her growth spurt before these boys did and so that's she's so much taller than such them. a good perspective that i would not have picked up on possibly being a boy like i just forget that like that's sort of a thing yeah. that girls at least at some point felt unattractive or out you know set out from the crowd because they were too tall or or, or if because you spend they any time earlier. on the men's internet uh which i unfortunately have um they any man under six feet uh, is has an axe to grind about why women don't like short men. Oh, interesting. Um, but well, this is a this would be kind of is, flip. This is a different take on that phenomenon, though. Right. Yes. Um, she's not rejecting small boys. The, the small boys reject her. But I anyway, guess so. I also want to note that she's a red-haired girl with a slightly old-fashioned kind of blue pinafore dress. Mm -hmm. um, even old-fashioned for the time of this commercial, a little bit. Not ex not extremely but like it's got kind of an old-fashioned cut to it and i think it's drafting a little bit off of the megan follows and of green gables um 
TV show, which was very popular probably around this time. You know, that's why I put this in the late 80s as opposed to the 90s. I don't know if that scans with what you're saying or lines up with what you're saying, but there was something countrified about the 80s, right? Like you see people, you know, you see people's kitchens and the decor was very kind of country decor at the time. And and you're right, like kind of little house on the prairie style dresses on kids and whatnot. Yeah. Um, So you guessed that that one was going to be for uh, soap because you assume that she was rejected because of her stinkiness. Her stinkiness. I I misfired on that one. Like, why would they ever say a little kid was stinky? Genevieve, I'm not going to lie to you. That's the reason why I chose this one because <laughs> I thought that you might think like, oh, I yeah, school it. dance, hygiene. hygiene. Pee- but hey, now I'm going to use a soap. Right. Stinky. <laughs> um, having said that, I understand what Campbell's is going for here. And they, they have a whole campaign, again, from this era of just like, sometimes you need a hug and a bowl of soup is like a hug, which I kind of get. Although being like kind of an awkward preteen, which by the way, I can speak to that. And coming home feeling rejected, dejected, and unattractive to your classmates. Yeah. Nothing is going to make me feel better than a hot, chunky, steaming bowl of soup. Like somehow those two things do not line up for me. You can't see soup as a comfort food. I see it as a comfort food. I don't see it as something that makes you feel better when you feel ugly. (laughs) I think I came up with this idea today when I was cleaning my soup bowl out. I've been eating a lot of soup lately, like a lot of soup. I've been keeping Campbell's soup in the cupboard almost every day for lunch now. Is that making you feel more beautiful? And I will tell you this. So I'm not saying this to insult people who like soup, but there's nothing sensual (laughs) about eating like it's just like the most unsexy food to eat let me back that let me back up your uh your you know what you're positing here with some evidence that of my own my friend rachel and i um we went camping a few years ago and the night before we went to our campsite we like we just like crashed in a really cheap motel just to have a place to like be near the campsite so that we could get an early start the next morning and get get our camping trip going. So kind of a kind of just like a little bit roughing it in this like cheapo motel out in uh, on the peninsula on the Olympic Peninsula. And we got to our little motel very late at night and the only place that we were starving and but there were no restaurants open. The only place we could get some food was like the state local Safeway. And we were just looking for something that we could throw in the little microwave in the in the motel room mm-hmm. to just have something kind of like just so we could go to bed not hungry and wake up ready to hike. So we each bought this like container of soup that they sell like pre-made at the Safeway. You crack the lid open, throw it away, the rest can go in the microwave. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you can just like heat it up in the microwave. I forget what I got. Probably probably something creamy like a cream of mushroom or asparagus. She got something something else. Oh, now you are turning me on. Um, and we both heated up our soups and then we ate them and they were just, they were so salty. Like even mm. E, then we were like, holy moly, this stuff is very salty. We woke up the next day like we had both been stung all over by bees. We had, you we were both swollen. We were so swollen from the salt. We called it soup face. Jeez Louise. And we still refer to soup face if we're feeling like extra, like sort mm-hmm. of like we're retaining a lot of water and very puffy. Because like you could see it in our faces. We both had soup face. Wow. I can only think of one sort of romantic scene in a movie where they're eating soup. And it is 1989's Batman. I believe Bruce Wayne and 
Vicky Vale. Vicky Vale, when she comes to have a date at his house, they're sitting at either end of a very, yeah, very long some table. Sort of consomme but or they're something. eating soup. Yeah. Yes. So that was sexy. <laughs> All mean, right. It was, sort of, it was sort of like sexy adjacent. Mm-hmm. Um, here's another sentence for you describing a commercial. A mom is proud of all of her son's activities. A mom is proud of all of her son's activities. Is that a soup commercial or a soap commercial? Can I ask, is soap broadly defined here? Like, could it also be detergents? It could be. Okay. I'm going to say soap then. Because I that sounds like, here's what I'm imagining. Mm-hmm. Like, she's proud of, like, all the stuff he does. He, like, plays soccer and does judo and, mm-hmm. I don't know, picks up dog poop in his spare time or whatever mm. and but it's like, like but, but he needs he's got a he's got some dirty laundry mm-hmm. okay well let's take a listen to this commercial from 1990 my son jeff skateboard fanatic music lover guitarist computer whiz avid cyclist football basketball hockey player and all-star catcher but there is one thing he'll drop everything for Campbell's chunky soup, soup. Oh, chunky has delicious chunks of vegetables and meat and best of all, it's quick to satisfy. I so Jeff can app. keep going yeah. without slowing down. When she's describing all of his various activities, he like he's standing still in the frame and yeah, all he's the just like, like standing a, in a sound stage somewhere. Accoutrement, the hockey pads, the skateboard, the bicycle, like the they all sort of fly the guitar, on. They fly on to him. And they fly on to him. So by the end he's just like covered in um in all this equipment. And what powers all of those activities genevieve soup again not just soup campbell's chunky. chunky are these soup. all gonna be campbell's chunky is this a are you punking me? um no are have they all been campbell's chunky so far I don't, was the dance one a chunky soup or do people just like describing their soup as chunky and again been, let me know if this cam- is be i think they've all been coming too sexy as i describe this <laughs> chunky soup one of my favorite characters on Comedy Bang Bang is Big Chunky Bubbles. <laughs> a, a children's party performer who blows chunky bubbles using nothing but soup, played by Paul F. Tompkins. Okay, um, here is another commercial for you. A man wakes up to a thunderstorm outside his window. A man wakes up to a thunderstorm outside his window. I'll say soup. This, you say, is a soup commercial, ladies and gentlemen. And when I say ladies and gentlemen, I mean you, Genevieve. Oh, I got it wrong again. I will direct you to your monitor where you're not supposed to be giving it away by reading the description. (laughs) This is a really interesting commercial. First of all, it's a minute long, but because of the pacing, it seems like it's like three minutes long. It seems like it just, I don't know. It's a lot of time. Not a lot happens. Also... It's interesting. It is a black couple in this ad from 1977. I think a lot of the commercials from this time were focused on white people and, and white couples. So I feel like that's notable. I don't know like when. Actually, you know what? This had a very, um, I think, detailed description. It says this commercial aired on March 26th, 1978. I said 77 before. It appeared during a broadcast of the movie Return of the Gunslinger on WRAL Channel 5. The ABC affiliate. This is like your brother from another mother who posted Yeah, I know. It's actually making me look bad with my descriptions. Uh, it's uh, This was an ABC affiliate in the Durham-Raleigh-Fayetteville, North 
North Carolina market. Um, so anyway, um, you see this fella. He wakes up. He immediately says, this is a terrible morning. I'm guessing he feels like it's a terrible morning because it's thunder and lightning outside of his window. You see his wife. She sort of stays in bed. Uh, and what I like about this commercial is I think it says the soap literally brings him back to life. And I'm like, well, <laughs> mm, maybe not literally. Oh, wow. What a terrible morning. Maybe I'm dreaming. I am not dreaming. Errol King has to bring himself back to life. He's performing so hard in this. Yeah, he's that I really... felt like Errol King must be a famous person, <laughs> and that I was missing it. It's like, oh, Errol King has his own so commercial, but to... I couldn't find any information on who this man is. Yeah, it's possible we're missing some context here, which wouldn't be the first time. Mm -hmm. But it is so bizarre to me to give a, a commercial, a, a fictional commercial character, a first and a last first name and last name for no obvious reason. That's why I feel like, especially with that long description, I thought it was going to reveal something that I was missing about either who this performer performer is and maybe maybe he is a famous performer and I just wasn't able to suss that out so if anybody knows let us know but we're just getting started here fortunately he's discovered coast deodorant soap the eye opener coast deodorant soap a crisp exhilarating scent and handfuls of bubbly lather combined to tingle your senses what did you think of that shot that was pretty tight on his nipples there i feel like in today's commercials we don't see nipple shots like that yeah for men or women i mean I, you never saw them for women i mean the focus is him lathering up his hands in front of his chest but like it's a nip shot it is like right there on display odd camera work in this that mm -hmm. you wouldn't see in a modern there's something odd about it right, right. Yeah, combined to tingle your senses it makes you feel more than clean it actually brings you back to life Refresh okay he doesn't say literally but he says it actually brings you back to life now this is where we're going to really see claim this coast. see this performer um the actor in this commercial you know he was just so groggy and now like as he takes the shower he wakes up more and more i'm sorry he comes back to life and, and handfuls of bubbly lather combined to tingle your senses. It makes you feel more than clean. It actually brings you back to life. Refreshing coast. An eye-opening experience. Wow. Do I feel good today? Oh, you're getting to work today. Backstroke. Bring yourself back to life. Coast deodorant soap. It's a huge performance. It's a huge performance. By but, the end, he's oh, really doing like a bit. He's overshoots. doing the backstroke. Yeah. But he does become very, like, he cleans up nice, right? What is the expression? Like He's, he's handsome. He's a very handsome guy. He wakes up very groggy. And he's you really appealing. do see him, yeah, like, kind of spring to life. The, the thunderstorm feels like somehow superfluous and also over the top. Like, it's so present. It's so loud. He's like, what a terrible morning. Like, I almost like, yeah. think like there should be some sort of weather advisory that yeah. prevents people from going to work in this kind of weather. Oh, I see what you're saying. Unless maybe he's an essential employee. I don't know what his deal is. I believe you guessed that that was going to be a soup commercial, but it was actually a soap commercial. So I would like to just I'm do a just quick really check-in on the score well here. here. We have 10 of these. Right now, you have gotten one right. You came out swinging, and I thought that meant doomsday for me, the quiz master. But no, you've now gotten three wrong and just that first one right. How about this, though? NFL linebacker Clay Matthews. Now, he's been out of the league for a bit now, so yeah. this commercial is probably about 10 years old. Uh, NFL linebacker Clay Matthews discovers a secret portal in his locker. I'm going to say soup. You're going to say soup. 
Yeah. In an NFL locker room in this portal. I know portal. it sounds weird, but it does seem weird. Are you zigging because you think I'm going to zag? Is that no? What's I actually here? think Are you I remember gaming the system. I'm not gaming it. I do think I kind of remember this one. What do you think you remember about it? Now I'm not get. I'm not accepting. This isn't for points, no. but I think it might be for um, Progresso that they had like a thing where you would open a door and it would like go to the Progresso mm. factory or something hmm. or test kitchen. Interesting. Vague memory. Interesting. That's but, my, so that's why that's so why I'm saying that. You're sticking with soup here. Yeah. Okay. Take a listen to this. <laughs> he's in his locker room and he's uh, taping up his wrist. It looks like it's, I'm guessing, before a game and then a little, a little door opens up in the back of his locker and his mom pokes her head out. <laughs> Come in here. Come in where? Welcome to my mom cave. Wow. Sit down. You need some Campbell's Chunky Soup before today's big game. New Chunky Cheeseburger. Mmm. I love cheeseburgers. I know you do. When did you get this place? When I negotiated your new contract. <laughs> it was part of the deal. Cool. Campbell's Chunky Soup. Now, I wonder if that's his real mom, because if so, she's a great actor. Yeah, I'd be a little surprised if it is, because she's, yeah. she's doing quite a lift there. Yeah. Um, but I really like that. I was obviously wrong about the, the specifics of the commercial, but um, yeah, so she has like this really cute little, like very homey kind of... Uh, very mom like space. Mom cave. It's I like how when he walks in, she's very short and diminutive mm -hmm. and he's, you know, a very tall, big man, and so he's like almost his head's almost brushing the ceiling in this little hobbit home that she has. It would have been cool if he played for Detroit because then it could be like the Lions, the Witch in the Wardrobe. Am I right? Well, I'm not right. Uh, but congratulations, you were right, which means you got yourself another point. Uh, right. You now have two points out of five. So you can still do this. We have five more to go. Let okay. me give you another description here. A woman admits to having a split personality. A woman admits to having a split personality. This is a very vintage commercial from 1959, if the internet is to be believed. All right. Um, I really have no idea. I'll just flip a coin and say soap you're gonna say soap yeah what kind of soap out of curiosity what do you think split personality um shampoo ladies and gentlemen if that counts as soap let's go to the tape i have a split personality there's my pleasure loving side and my practical side but we get along fine together especially when it comes to personal size ivory so white. Looks pure. Even smells pure. So in case you couldn't tell from the audio there, this is for Ivory Soap. You have this woman and she's saying she has two personalities. Um, and she starts off in the room by herself on like a chaise lounge. Um, but then when she and that's her what does she say? Her personal side or her pleasure side. And then when she mentions her practical side, you see another version of her. You can and tell she's practical because she's got glasses. She's wearing like glasses and she's holding a book like she's a bookkeeper <laughs> or something like that. Um, the, the, the pleasure loving side is just like she's going to like a she's like in a in a sort of a loungy. Yeah, I thought it was like a nightgown. Penoir. Okay, or something. I don't yeah. know what a penoir is. Like a but... nightgown. My pleasure loving side adores it in the bath. Ivory won't get lost, it floats. I think that's really interesting. I did not know that that was ever a selling oh, point yeah. for soaps. Really? Ivory Just for floats? Ivory. Really? Ivory floats. Yeah, I, I don't, in hindsight, it's like, 
who cares? But th- <laughs> that was their big thing at Float. I had no idea. And their tagline was, and when you're down here, you'll float too. <laughs> exactly. Bold. That's, that's where that comes it's from. It's so bold. Float gives you studs faster than any other leading bag soap. You lie back, cushioned in gentleness, ivory gentleness. This personal size of ivory soap makes a bath pure pleasure. Meanwhile, it pleases my practical <laughs> side. So the woman who was just speaking, or the version of herself that was just speaking, was in the bathtub. We see her, like, kind of shoulders up. Which, by the way, it occurred to me today when I was putting this together, we should do a show on implied nudity. Oh, yeah, that would be good. Um, so you see her. She's in the bath. She's luxuriating. She's, you know, using the soap. But then she switches over to her practical side, who's wearing glasses and sitting behind a desk. Meanwhile, it pleases my practical side. You see, four cakes of personal size ivory cost no more than three cakes of other leading bath soap. It's like getting one cake free. So for practical purposes and pure pleasure, personal size ivory is your best buy. So is personal size ivory or personal size soap, is this like, do they mean it? Like they, it looks like a normal bar of yeah. soap. I you don't, mean cake of soap? I'm sorry. I mean cake of soap. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think they're talking about like what we would envision today which would be like a hotel size no, bar of no, soap like it just looks like a full size yeah. bar of soap so was there something was there like an industrial size that like in the olden times like everybody just like carved off a hunk of the communal soap before they like went to take a bath i don't have any answers for you on that one <laughs> hey anyone who's anyone who's in the days before uh personal personal cake of soap was mm-hmm. the standard please let us know but the good news for you Genevieve is you've now tied this baby up I believe you <gasps> right, have gotten three game. right and a three wrong which means you have four more to go here is a another clue for you for this next one okay you ready I'm ready a couple finds their neighbor in their own kitchen now let me be clear about something here I mm-hmm. wrote neighbor I don't know exactly what the relationship is. It might just be a friend. Okay. But let's just say neighbor, okay? Let's say neighbor. A couple walks into their kitchen and they find their neighbor in their kitchen. All right. Now I am going to try to game this because I think the kitchen mm-hmm. is a red herring. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a, unless it's herring soup, in which case it's not a red herring. Herring was one of the clues in yesterday's New York Times Connections puzzle. And yes. I thought for, I sure, thought for sure it, it was, was red. red. Yeah, like things that are red or, you know, things yeah. that can be red. Um, so I'm going to go, I'm going to zig when I think you want me to zag. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say soap again. Take a listen to this. How seriously good is the scent of gain dish soap? Kayla. Why are you in our house? Doing our dishes. Again. <laughs> Girl, who are you shushing? <laughs> okay. Now, that is such I, a quickie commercial, but uh, I love how Kayla. charming. Like, all and of love, them are. I the, love them all. It happens so quickly, yes. yet I'm so in love with that commercial. Everybody does I've never job. seen that in the wild Me before. I love Isn't it. it great? So, I okay. did forget. You, you said can, kitchen. I was like, oh, that's soup. But then I forgot there are also lots of uses for soap in the kitchen. That's right. And so you got that one right, by the way. There's your bell. I know that that's um, the only thing that you do this for. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> you see her in the kitchen smiling <laughs> and, and like washing a nasty ass pan right or like a, a, a casserole dish yeah. or something like that and then they say what are you doing in our kitchen and she 
turns to them and shushes them while she quietly steps out of the room and it makes Girl, absolutely no, no sense and then she's like who are you shushing I want to play this again because it happens so quickly so of course I'm also a sucker for this commercial because of the colors it is for um it is for Gain, and Gain has those really bright green bottles and, and marketing, uh, and so they really play on that. The woman, uh, what's her name, Kayla in this? She's, Kayla. She's wearing a bright yellow sweater. She's smiling uh, as big as can be, and, she, and she's using this soap. How seriously good is the scent of Gain dish soap? Kayla, why are you in our house? Doing our dishes. Again. <laughs> Girl, who are you shushing? <laughs> the look on her face while she she looks crazy. She is, she is like straight up crazy. She looks at him like she's like blissed out, right? Oh I my do, god! Did you already say like so? They have all of three actors in bright, uh, you know, like monochromatic clothes. So uh-huh. the one, Kayla's wearing bright yellow. The woman whose house it is is wearing a think green, of bright I think. green, yeah. and the the husband is wearing bright blue. And so, like, they're sort of matched. In yeah. other words, like, they're the same. They're tonally the same kind yeah. of, like, almost primary. I know green isn't a primary color, but these, like, very basic colors that, like, really pop. Everything just pops about yeah. that. It's very sunshiny, which really appeals to me. You are now just killing this. I'm killing I think it. what happened is you realized that I was going to throw some little tricks in there to try to trip you up. Now I'm you back on have track. gotten only three wrong, and it looks like um, one, two, three, four right. Is that correct? Yes. And you have three more to go. So that is right. So, okay. You only are leading by one right now. Um, I love this. Uh, TV's Peter Scolari takes the wrong... Scolari. Scolari. Famously, Peter Scolari. This is of Bosom Buddies fame. Indeed. Rest in peace to Peter Scolari. TV's Peter Scolari takes the wrong approach when trying to attract a girl. Okay. It feels like soap. It feels like soap. It feels like soap. Tastes like soup. Tastes like soup. That's a that's a bad approach. <laughs> that's the slogan. Feels like soap. Tastes like soup. <laughs> that's like something that Jason Mendoza and Pillboy would try to market. Feels like it could be worse. <laughs> feels like soup. Tastes like soap. <laughs> um, I guess if he was trying to attract women with soup, but I feel like why would a soup company do that? At, why would a soup company do that? Why would a soup company? I'll say soap again. You're gonna say soap. Yeah. Peter Scolari. Now, I feel, now I'm now I'm I'm now I think it's soup, but I'm gonna say soap. This, I'm, I'm sticking with soap. I love this commercial. Okay. This is Peter Scolari just sitting, I believe, on the bottom stair somewhere, and it's like very confessional. It's just him talking to the camera. Then at one point, in that very '90s way, it just kind of goes to black, a black screen, and it just says Peter Scolari, uh, you know, talks about his youth or something like that. Take a listen to this. I got hooked on ivory soap when I was 12. I was trying to impress Jennifer Brooke. So I bought this manly man soap and sang pirate songs in the shower. My dad took one whiff and sent me back with a bar of ivory. Just be yourself, he said, and get rid of that parrot. Well, it turned out to be good (laughs) advice. That night, Jennifer looked at me and said, you smell good, Peter. I still use ivory, because anything else just doesn't seem like clean to me. But now and then, I miss the bird. <laughs> I do. 
Oh man! Isn't that what great? Is, what a great Peter Scolari turn! Yes, and good like great writing great on that writing. too, right? Yes, I mean and get rid of the parrot. Surprisingly great writing. I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm charmed and delighted by the concept of this pirate soap. I know, which I don't manly. Think is, which no, I, it was manly soap, and he sang pirate and tunes. And I sang pirate I tunes believe. and made me get rid of the bird. Here, do you want to hear it again? Because yes, I've, I've had so the pleasure good. of hearing this twice. That is wonderful. I got hooked on ivory soap when I was twelve. I was trying to impress Jennifer Brooke. So I bought this manly man soap and sang pirate songs in the shower. My dad took one whiff and sent me back with a bar of ivory. Just be yourself, he said, and get rid of that parrot. Well, it turned out to be good advice. That night, Jennifer looked at me and said, you smell good, Peter. I still use ivory, because anything else just doesn't seem like clean to me. But now and then, I miss the bird. <laughs> the look. I do. <laughs> He gives the look he gives when he says he misses the bird is it's like that's why you get Peter Scolari because he like it's this intro he's like he's he's really thinking about the bird. He really is. I wonder if he helped write that at all too. There's something so genuine about that. It feels something like yeah, it feels like very like collaborative or like he he was part of the creative process. I am a little worried now um, that you are going to just that you got two more to go. I've been writing the table. Yeah, you really have been. Now, if you get both of these wrong, it'll end up being a tie. Be a tie. If you get either of these right, you are the new champion. Okay. I don't know who the old champion is because you're the only one who takes these quizzes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, are you ready yeah, for this? I'm ready. A woman needs a pick me up after a terrible job interview. Okay. That feels like a real Campbell's you need a hug moment, so I'll say soap. Soup, 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 soup. Wait, what? Huh? Soup. Mm-hmm. Huh? Huh? <laughs> okay. You think this is Campbell's soap? I feel Campbell's soap. <laughs> you think it's Campbell's soap? Here, let me give you a hint before you lock in that. Uh it stars Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. I'm still gonna say soap. Soup. Okay, yeah, that wasn't really a clue. I just wanted to tell you that yeah. Meg Ryan's in this. Uh, okay, feel free to uh, take a look at your monitor. Meg Ryan is not the woman who had a bad interview. Uh, Meg Ryan, Genevieve, to your credit. She couldn't, even, she couldn't have a bad interview if she tried. <laughs> Meg Ryan is in an apartment stirring up some soup when her, uh, I'm guessing her roommate comes home and talks about what a terrible job interview she just had. Something is a harvest of nerves. It was the worst job interview in recorded history. What a gargoyle. They said they'd call me this afternoon. Here, have something to eat. Oh, I couldn't. My stomach's in knots. Come on, it's Campbell's cream and mushroom soup. You can always eat soup. Did you know that one of the most digestible ways you can get to nourishment (laughs) is delicious Campbell's soup? (laughs) See, now you look like you can handle it. You know something? I do feel better. So it's before the like a soup is a hug, but like for yeah. that music could not be more I rem- earnest. I remember soup is good food as a uh-huh. jingle. Me I, too. I wish someone would call that in. Um, Meg Ryan, um, obviously that's that's from a like before they were stars. She's not mm-hmm. in there because she's famous. She's in there because she's mm-hmm. a working actor. Um, she doesn't. That's not her. That's not my favorite Meg Ryan look. I'll be honest. Oh yeah, she's kind of got that early '80s haircut, it's almost just, slightly mullety, but not quite. Yeah, I mean, it's, she, that haircut was made famous by one of the most beautiful women in history, which was Diana Princess. That's Princess oh, Diana's haircut. Oh yeah. Oh sure. Okay. Um, but Meg Ryan just isn't styled very well and doesn't mm-hmm. look great. Um, but it is funny to hear that familiar voice coming out of it. But but what I'm interested in is is her roommate. Who is wearing like this very classic like eighties business lady uh-huh. look as uh, like sort of brown 
skirt suit jacket combo mm-hmm. and she says it was the worst re- interview in recorded history what a gargoyle what is, a gargoyle who's the gargoyle in this i'm assuming situation? that i'm assuming it was sort of sexist maybe I'll, I'll play it again i'm assuming that like maybe she had a bad experience with like some guy or guys who are the you know either the hiring managers or what have you so i guess so but it's just weird because she's the interview was bad but then she never establishes like what is she like? Cause she, is she the person who was the gargoyle? What? A, no, oh no! I think the per. I I feel like the interviewer was the gargoyle. I feel it's such a weird choice of words, which is one of the reasons yeah. I want to play this as well. It's just so funny. What a gargoyle! Like I'm gonna start saying clearly, that anytime something doesn't go well. What a gargoyle! I feel like they probably went through a bunch of different options on that. They probably wanted to use something stronger, but right. they, and that's why I feel like that is a word that they put in there to kind of be a placeholder for if this was an 80s movie you would just say what a male chauvinist or something you know but maybe that just got a little bit too real for Campbell's soup which now they would do it because Sam Campbell's whole whole uh, campaign is yeah real real life but then it, it it is one of those things also when Meg Ryan's like well you can at least eat soup and at first I'm like I don't know I mean it is true that when your stomach is upset like if you're in stomach is in knots like I guess soup is something we give people when they have an upset stomach I would go with cream of mushroom but which I love cream of mushroom yeah. and then just say soup is the most digestible <laughs> thing you, you can eat please keep that for a shit like this because that is hilarious soup is one of the most digestible foods you can eat Soup is a harvest of nourishing. It was the worst job. Wait, is it soup is a harvest of nourishing things? <laughs> is that what like, they say? Play it again. Play it again. Soup is a harvest of nourishing. It was the worst job interview in recorded history. What a gargoyle! <laughs> they said they'd call me this afternoon. Gargoyle. Yeah, I have something to eat. Oh, I couldn't. My stomach's in knots. Come on, it's Campbell's cream and mushroom soup. You can always eat soup. Did you know that one of the most digestible ways you can get your nourishment is delicious Campbell's soup? (laughs) You feel like the woman, I guess if there's a bigger role in this, it's the woman who's coming home, who's stamping home, and uh, she just delivers that line so hard. What a gargoyle. gargoyle. And then you got Meg Ryan, who's going to go on to play Jim Morrison's girlfriend, Pam. Yes, her most famous role, Jim (laughs) Morrison's girlfriend, Pam. Oliver Stone's The Doors. I uh, she played Goose's bereaved widow. What is Meg Ryan's most famous role? Well, Harry Met Sally, obviously. Harry met Sally, but then yeah. she's you know she's had a, a that's one. I mean, what's her apex mountain? It's probably when Harry Met Sally. But like, you've got Mail and Sleepless in Seattle were huge. Um, I sort of think of them mm-hmm. as a as a pair, yeah. obviously. Um, I actually think of all three of those sort of as being of a part, sort of. I feel like it's very un. Uh, yes, she was a romantic comedy queen, and those are all technically romantic comedies. I think that when Harry Met Sally deserves a, a higher place. Yeah, that's what than those says. two other. I've two. never seen any of them. Well, you're really missing out with when Harry met that's Sally. That's what they. That's what everybody tells me. It's just extremely that good. It's one of those things, and it really seems like it would be the type of movie that appeals to me. A movie yeah, that is you would like love it. funny, but it's not like a comedy. It's got a lot of heart. It's from an era that I like. And it's very New York, you know. Like if you like Woody mm-hmm. Allen, but you find him morally yeah. reprehensible, I would recommend it. You know what my go-to movie for that is? What Moonstruck. 
Yeah. If I I'm in the that, mood yeah, for York, a Woody a Allen film, but I don't want to watch a Woody Allen film, Moonstruck is uh, A New Yorky, slightly melancholy romantic comedy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. Sometimes I feel like New York just like plays a character in movies. Wow, how'd, you think, of, know, how'd you think of that? <laughs> okay, I have one. I mean, you've won. Yeah, I've won. You've won. So um, do you even want to do another one of these? Yeah, I'll see if I can, if uh, I can really clean up here. You seem like you're an extra credit person, to be honest with you. <laughs> I am. Um, a woman throws a fancy dinner party in, and invites the guy she has a crush on. A woman throws a fancy dinner party and invites the guy she has a crush on. Dinner party could go either way. It could be detergent, could be um, soup. I'm going to say detergent or soap because uh, it's like I'm imagining like, oh, no, there's spots on these glasses. Do you want to be as specific as detergent or do you just want to say soap? I want credit for soap, but if I get it, if it's detergent, I would also like extra credit. Everyone had come to my party, but there was only one who really mattered, though he obviously didn't feel the same way. Luckily, a friend told me why. <laughs> Life Boy's deodorant ingredient, Purilin, kills the bacteria which cause B.O. After you've washed, the deodorant stays on your skin to protect you day in, day out. We've really got something to celebrate now, thanks to Life Boy Toilet Soap. <laughs> okay, so first of all, it's called Life Boy Toilet Soap, which I believe is the soap. I think, I could be wrong, internet get at me if I'm wrong, I think this is the soap that um, Ralphie has to put in his mouth for swearing in A Christmas Story. It sure feels like the right era. Um, Did we go over what happens in this ad? So we see her throwing a fancy dinner party. By the way, did you notice at the end when she's taking a bath with the soap, she doesn't have BO anymore, what is she doing with the boy she has a crush on? She's feeding him soup. Did you notice that? No. This commercial has it all. We'll play it again from the beginning. It's so fancy. Um, but the, I swear that this BO campaign has come up before on the show, like years and years and years ago. It wasn't this commercial, but it was another one where some friend whispers, B-O. So the the plot that I, I guessed wrongly about in an earlier commercial, The Little Girl at the Dance, Mm-hmm. That plot That's was actually what happens here. Yeah. yeah. So we see she's throwing a dinner party. She only one of her guests really matters, and it's this handsome boy. Um, but he had apparently we don't see him like put like a clothespin over his nose and go pee no, you or anything like, like that. He's just like uh, he's like knee deep in puss over here. <laughs> he's just enjoying the party, as I would put it. Um, and then her friend says you have bo. Then we cut to her in the bath, scrub a dub dubbing. Now I don't know. Did she take a bath? break during the party <laughs> yeah, or did exactly. she throw another party I feel like it's surely it's implied that she took a bath that she took a bath after the party then threw another which she then somehow came back to even though I mean, I guess he was like meeting a lot of ladies. They're just not meeting mm-hmm. her. So she's like, oh, hold on one second. I, I'm going to feed you soup in a second. But first, I got to go upstairs and take a bath. Not even a shower, but I got to take a I got to draw a bath. Yeah. Everyone had come to my party. But there was only one who really mattered, though he obviously didn't feel the same way. Luckily, a friend told me why. <laughs> You're right, though. He, I didn't, you know, the first time I saw this, I didn't notice that he is being catered to by a bunch of other Every, attractive women. All these women. bitches want to feed him soup. <laughs> Life Boy's deodorant ingredient, Purilin, kills the bacteria which cause BO. After you've washed, the deodorant stays on your skin to protect you day in, day out. We've really got something to celebrate now, thanks to Lifebuoy Toilet Soap. You know what? No, I think that it's a different party at the end because the yeah, first one I... was an outdoor party. Oh, yeah, oh did you say jo- that? I was Sorry. just joking around. Oh, okay, like it would gotcha. be hilarious if he, if she like 
paused the party or was like, or I'll be back in half an hour. Yeah, okay. And then goes upstairs, takes, takes a, a bath. long bath. But no, no, now she's wearing different clothes. And she and says, "We have something to celebrate." And because she's feeding him soup, you assume that they have now advanced in their relationship. Well, and he like hugs her. And, yeah, you know. Um, so anyway, there's life. Now I'm going to play one more commercial for you. I have not watched this even all the way through. I saw this during my research today, um, and then I dismissed it. Oh wait, for some so what's reason. my final score? Oh, you know, you won. I think I you won. only got three wrong up at the. I know, top. but they were just. I I really got off to a slow start there. Yeah, and then I um, and then you caught on to me that I was trying to trick you, which is <laughs> something I need to remember for the next time. Like they can't all be trick questions. I really did try to set it up. It's like, oh, in a locker room, I assumed you would guess soap, not soup. You know, yeah. um, I did get you with the boy who's got all the activities. I thought that and I did get you with that one. But yep. um, OK, so this other commercial and I, I saw this and then I think I just got distracted. I don't know why it didn't end up making my cut for the quiz. Uh, and I only watched the very beginning of this before, but I thought it was very apropos for where you and I are in our life right now. This is a cheer detergent commercial from the 1970s that I've seen on YouTube in a couple of different places. And people are either calling it inspired by Star Trek or a Star Trek ripoff. Now, as you and I are recording this, uh, when we um, publish it, we're going to race out of here and go see our friends uh, do a live edition of their Greatest Generation podcast. Yeah, the Share and Your so, Embarrassment Tour. And so, what, what? And so shout out to Greatest Gen. You guys should check that out if you aren't already. Um, but I am interested in watching this full minute-long commercial with you, Genevieve. I've only seen the very beginning of it myself. I believe it involves somebody teleporting. <laughs> or what do you call it in Star Trek when you beaming beam? Up. I believe this is somebody is beaming in or beaming up or beaming out. Uh, take a listen to this. It begins with a, it looks like a, a woman sending her kids out the door. Come on, kids. Get your sweaters. Let's go. Bye, Mom. Hot water wash. Okay. Cold water wash. Pretty clean. Okay, so these are her internal thoughts. So far, this is paying off. She leads a rich interior life. She's hugging both of her kids and examining their clothes. So she must have been doing some experiment where she washes one kid's clothes separately from well, the other kids. I don't think it's an experiment so much as that the daughter's wearing white. Like oh, she will okay. Often wear, um, wash white clothes in hot, um, and then like uh, wash cold, colorful clothes in cold. And there's some reason it's now now like dish like detergent has the technology has just come so far. Mm-hmm. But for a while there was like they were selling like this might actually be one of the one of the um, the commercials that talks about it where it was like like does well with colors and even in cold water wash oh i see in the description here this will be for all temperature cheer detergent i remember remember that campaign and again we are watching this cold we have not um (laughs) we're watching this in all temperatures no i like i don't know what's happening here when can I stop kidding myself? Right now. No, no. Okay. Oh my God. So she stands in the middle of the room and says, when can I stop kidding myself? Which is an interesting self-criticism there. Also, like, the camera she, angle been, on this is... She's been kidding herself? The camera angle on this is bananas. We go from like a pretty close-up shot of her like looking at her kids and having this like really demoralizing conversation with herself that really just yeah. tells you like what women... Like, gosh... Why do you think women needed mother's little helpers all the time? Yeah, uh, we oh, I don't know. Maybe because they were fed all this garbage. And then the camera pulls way back and also like is it set down on the floor. Yeah, it's really a low angle. It must have something to do with making this effect work. I think it's something to create that make this effect work. 
and it's just such a bizarre angle. It looks like she's sort of like like a being shot on a spy cam almost. And it's a weird room because this era right of you know commercials you usually see a very like kind of i don't know well appointed suburban home but this, this is like clearly the back door, the back door. Yeah, yeah and it's a mud room sort of and you see a washing machine but there's like a lot of just empty space and like just it looks like some God, vacuum if I had cleaner a room just, that size ugh. with that much floor space it would not be that empty no i know i know it wouldn't be um it would be filled with stuff okay um anyway so she's standing there and then she says when will i stop kidding myself which is just such an interesting self-critique i think and then i believe somebody who looks kind of like a vulcan yeah. beams into the room stop kidding myself right now 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 out of the future comes all temperature cheer with the all temperature clean not their powerful ingredients certainly they're powerful to give you the best-looking wash your world has seen. You know? Now, this is amazing because we see kind of a multi-shot of the Vulcan doing laundry. By the yeah. way, I miss this old cheer box. We always had this cheer box oh, you, in my... Oh, you used cheer. Yeah, I believe we were a cheer family. I wouldn't have known that until I saw this box with the th uh, the two different swooshy colors on it of, of red and yellow. To give you the best-looking wash your world has seen in hot water, warm, cool, cold, and everything in between. Terrific. Now, now that's white. Cheer gives you a great-looking white in hot water. And in cold water, that's clean. Cheer beats even the leading cold water detergent. Wait till you see my kids tomorrow. I'll be watching. Oh. Oh. All temperature cheer. Boy, is this stuff clean and at all those temperatures. All Temperature. <laughs> All temperature. All temperature. That is like an Amy Sedaris character. You know what he wanted to say there, by the way? He wanted to say it's only logical, but they couldn't, they couldn't. quite go they, Because far. they walked right up to the line. He's got the ears. He's got a, a pretty brow. similar haircut and the, and the brow of a Vulcan. Yeah. Uh, they gave him a widow's peak instead of a like the short bang, but uh, it's it's pretty intentional. So I think I get a point for that one. Okay. <laughs> that was really fun. All right. This is a little segment we call with love from me to YouTube. I'm going to play for you a couple of commercials here that aired back to back. Now, this is something that I uploaded to YouTube myself. I found these on an old VHS tape that I got at a garage sale. I believe it's from the 90s. Um, and let's see here in my description. Can I tell you even more specifically this? Oh, this was one of the many, 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 many tapes that contained old episodes of an FX show called Personal FX that I believe I've talked about on the show quite a bit already um, in the in in the very nascent days of that cable network. Um, and it's this a very is... unsatisfying ripoff of Antique Roadshow. Yeah, but it's like it's it's like if MTV sort of did Antiques Roadshow. Yeah, and uh, also didn't have good experts or good antiques. Right. Um, now, these two commercials for the same product aired back to back. And it's for puncture seal tire repair. You know, like the can that you can keep in your car. You, you get a flat tire you can refill your tire and it will seal it, right? Yeah. I've never quite understood how that works, but it's amazing. It's amazing. We don't have one of those. Is this still a product that that you could use that you I'll can get? I'll bet you they have some version of that. Certainly, no. Now, the thing that really struck me about this is the first one, I didn't really see it as some sort of... Um, 
tribute to feminism, but in hindsight and certainly comparing the two, <laughs> it is. The first commercial we see a woman, an adult, you know, like a, you know, I don't, I don't know, I'm going to say slightly younger than middle-aged woman in her car and she's just kind of talking to us testimonial style and you can tell that she's a business person in some way because she talks to I think about like having to get to a meeting and then at some point she also mentions something about child care and you see a flash in the back seat and she's got a kid in the car too so you know it's kind of this is like a working mom right and she's talking about why puncture seal is so important to her given her lifestyle a flat tire not on my schedule believe me you miss an appointment you miss a sale got real brandy cruise vibes doesn't it sort of <laughs> it really does. That's a very uh <laughs> i guess if you know you know a flat tire not on my schedule believe me you miss an appointment you miss a sale get to daycare late not a good idea so i keep puncture seal with me wherever i go Changing a flat tire by the side of the road on a dark night is not my idea of a good time. Puncture seal works. It's easy to use. It's non-flammable. Safe. I like that. Keeps me in control. Puncture seal. Don't let someone you love drive without it. I mean, it's very, very 90s. At the end, you see her like <laughs> dopey little uh station wagon drive away but you know yeah. she's a salesperson it's yeah. clear that she's a salesperson she's also like she's raising this kid she's yeah. on a grind uh it's a little bit overly serious to me it's a little cringy but, but you nothing, know it's there's fine. nothing that like that like sets off any red flags or anything for me it's just like it's a product of its time style wise now how about a commercial for the same exact product this one is a man talking at us okay and we see it, it opens with like kind of an establishing shot of his desk of a bunch of photos of his family specifically his wife and daughter right. as he's in his study and this is why puncture seal is important to him i got a wife and a, a teenage daughter they both drive and i worry about them I mean, what if they have a flat out there alone trying to change a tire so i keep puncture seal in all our cars it inflates and seals a flat in seconds, so they're back on the road in seconds. And it's non-flammable. Puncture seal gives me one less thing to worry about. Make that two. Puncture seal. Don't let someone you love drive without it. I don't know. It is just so protector, paternalistic. You couldn't throw a teenage boy in there. It had to be. I just there's something that sets me off so much about. You can tell I'm reacting to Genevieve's face right now. But like, so many men who claim to understand women's struggles once they have a daughter. Sure. Yeah. That whole thing. It just reeks of that. It reeks of that. Also, he really makes me think of the like like sexual abuser guy from the Janie got a gun video. Which that's like, <laughs> oh my God. That's you're like, right. That's like the main like, you're right. reference point. Like that's like wow. the icky feeling it's giving me. Having said that, I don't think on its face, it's all that bad. His performance is what makes it bad. Like, I think you give that to a, an actor who makes it less skeevy mm -hmm. uh, or, or like just sort of more like, yeah, it's reasonable for a parent of any gender mm -hmm. to worry about their child also of any gender. He's also worried about his wife. We, there's no way you're going to have this commercial with a, a woman I'm talking about, my, about yes. worried about your husband and son. You should because like, sure. Yeah. You know, every, any, my, my husband's out there every day yeah. making sales calls and I worry about 
about him. That's why we got him puncture shield. He's on, you the, could he's do on it. the road. Yeah, like seven days a week. We got. He's got to be safe, and like we, I don't want him out there on the highway changing a tire. But that's not what they but do. That's not what they did. It's I have a wife and daughter. Yeah. I understand feminism now. Yeah, I, I of course I don't like that. It didn't like. Didn't like put my hackles up quite the way it did. I hate him so much. I hate him so much. I hate how close the camera is on both of these commercials. It's that intense, like 90s pre reality TV, but almost like cops style cinematography. Yeah, no, the camera's too close. I don't like his styling. I don't like his performance. Um, but I think it that's what it comes down to for me. I think you could recast this and reshoot it with some different different lighting or different camera work. And you actually like the writing isn't exactly the problem. Put Steven Weber in there. How do yes, you feel about that? I'm g- great. You think you, so? Yeah. Hutch rhymes, please. <laughs> Sleep easy. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words saying. Only the echoes of my mind. Genevieve, you mentioned something on the show the other day that I did not I did not even remember you mentioning. I yeah. wonder if I just blocked it out well, because you, of it was, trauma. It was definitely not something that would appeal to you, and you had never heard of it uh, when I'm, I'm looking ahead at the show sheet here. I mentioned Litter Critters, which was an SNL uh, commercial parody kind of playing off some of the like grosser kids toys that they you know that gack and all that kind of stuff that came out kind of in the 90s do you remember why that came up yes. was it when <sighs> i think it was because you were talking about maybe the litter robot oh in the twee commercial yeah. show there was a very twee commercial it's with a bunch of little kids something I about a... it made me think of litter of, of litter critters okay gotcha well that's what brings us to today's jingle it's jingle time. Hey guys, it's Julia. Uh, a few shows back, you were talking about litter critters, and it actually has a really cute but very short jingle, so I thought I would call and sing it for you. When you hear a scratch, here comes the batch. It's time for Litter Critters. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay. That's not just a celebrity. That is the that celebrity. That is a member of the ATM family. Indeed. And the Has family. And also family. the Has family. <laughs> <laughs> that is your sister, Julia, amazing. who's, I believe, a longtime listener of this program, um, but a first-time but possibly, caller, but a first-time caller, I think, yes. right? Not a first-time um, emailer, but a first-time caller. That was so good, Julia. Do you remember that jingle from this fake SNL commercial for Litter Critters? Uh, now that she sings it, I do, yeah. I watched the first half of this today. <laughs> And had to stop it because I was gagging. It's pretty gross. So hard. <laughs> hey, come on, honey. See you in an hour. It's mom. You kids begged me for a cat, and now you won't clean up after it. You can relax now, mom, because litter critters are here. When you hear a scratch, here comes a patch. It's time for litter critters. The creativity kit for kids that turns every surprise your cat leaves you into a fun-packed figurine. First, remove the fecal waste and surrounding litter from the litter box, fill the sturdy polystyrene mold, press, and you've got a fresh new litter critter pal in less than a minute. I love you, litter critter. So these kids, if you couldn't tell from the voiceover, these kids are scooping the litter box, taking the shit, putting it into these little molds, pressing down, and turning the cat shit still encrusted with cat litter into various shaped 
animals, one of which the little girl kisses. Hey, I made a Tyrannosaurus Rex! And when litter critters start to deteriorate and crumble, there's plenty more where that came from. And litter critters are great for parties. Look, Mommy, my very own squirrel. <laughs> What's that smell? It's the smell of fun, honey. <laughs> Mommy made me a whistle. Oh, God, they made a whistle and the little girl puts her mouth I can't watch I'm literally getting kind of sick it, watching that it's pretty gross uh, the the SNL actors who play the parents in that are uh, Sherry O'Terry and, and uh, Chris Parnell so it's that era of, oh, of SNL cast it's truly disgusting <laughs> you can sell anything you can sell anything alright so Julia wins the quiz that was that's not fair. Isn't that how it works? She did do a great job at that jingle. And yeah. and uh, that is like the most Julia thing ever to remember. <laughs> like the that tiny little funny jingle from like a sketch from, what is that, 20 years ago now? Yeah. By the way, what Julia did there was instead of calling the voicemail line, because we know that phones can be a little bit hanky these days, she recorded that little message and emailed it to us. You can do the same thing. After these messages show at gmail.com. After these messages show at gmail.com. Dot com is how you can email us anything. You can call the voicemail line directly, though, 607-444-5597. That's 607-444-5597. By the way, if you call and you start leaving a voicemail and you want me to edit something, I'm a kind editor. <laughs> I want you to know that. Like Some people do say, Andrew, please edit this. Of course, I will always do that, so you don't have to worry about any kind of stage fright there. You can also check out the, um, the videos I've been posting to the YouTube page, like that that uh, commercial that Genevieve categorized as extremely sexist. Um, just look for After These Messages podcast on YouTube. And there's still a Facebook group. There is still a Facebook group, and there's still some fun conversations happening there. So feel free to check it out um, and uh, join it if you are so inclined. All right, everybody. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. I'm like you would be too if you had the juice now. Oh. Hey, yo, the government is lies, son. United States agree.